Welcome back to the Part of Infinity podcast. Um, in case you guys are wondering, last week I did not have an episode because life. Literally just life. Yeah. That's all I got to say, and I know you guys will understand. But in this episode, we're going to talk about this last week I just had. Ended up going berserk viral on Twitter for a video that I did in regards to the Scott Adams situation. So we're going to dive into that in a little bit. Uh, my thoughts on it and my thoughts on where we go from here, I guess. You know? Anyways. Stay tuned, here we go. Episode 4. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Interesting week I just had. Um, so I ended up going berserk viral on Twitter. For a video that I did in regard, a skit actually, like a funny skit. It, it, it was a funny skit that I did in regarding the Scott Adams situation. If you guys don't know about the whole Scott Adams situation or who he is, um, I'll give you a quick rundown. So Scott Adams is the creator of the cartoon um, that was in all the newspapers called Dilbert. Um, he does a lot of other stuff too that I didn't know about. Like I always read the the comics Dilbert in the newspapers and stuff. But I never knew who Scott. I didn't. I never knew who Scott Adams was. Um, and so finding out about Scott Adams, I found out about him <laughs> in an interesting light, I guess. You know, because the first thing I saw that said Scott Adams, I was like, "Who is this person?" And then they kept saying, "Oh, the Dilbert creator." And I was like, "Oh, Dilbert! I love Dilbert. What's going on with with Scott Adams? What the hell's what happened?" And you know, the first thing I saw was that he had a racist rant on his channel, and I was like, "The first thing I think of when I..." hear something like that i automatically want to go hear for myself right i read the headlines and the headlines say this person had a racist rant this person is a racist so on and so forth like that and i, and I, I just i'm the kind of person that says okay i'm not going to take your word for it i'm going to go look for myself and if i go look for myself and this person is racist yeah then fuck him all day fuck him all day you know so i went and looked for myself because i said the one thing that we're lacking in society right now is fucking context. Jesus Christ. Context. A lot of people just don't want to look into context. I'm, a, I'm the type of person where I say, oh, you know what? I'm going to go look into context. I'm not going to take your word for it. I'm going to go make, go look into context and then make up my mind on my own. Right? So I heard, I went, you know, to go find the video. Um, I listened to the entire episode. Most people just heard the clip. And, and and got outraged. I listened to the entire episode on his podcast that he has on the, on his on YouTube. Um, I listened to the whole thing and I got the context. And my initial my initial thought was, um, yeah, he just he generalized big time, right? He generalized big time, and and I don't like when people generalize. I think it's annoying um, because you're you're grouping a whole bunch of people into a bunch. Um, so the generalization for me was like, was that I didn't like. And I, you know, am I going to call him racist for that? Not necessarily because based off of the context of what he was saying, based off of the poll and, and of course the poll too was skewed. The poll, I, I believe, you know, the poll was coming from a source that, mm, you don't know if they're actually trying to antagonize the situation or if they actually want to know. Right. Um, those, those are my two initial issues right but then after looking into the context and actually like you know taking emotion out of it taking my emotion out of it and looking and saying okay what did he actually say right 
because if the pole was switched around in the opposite direction, would we would we still think the same, right? Would we be like still outraged, or we'd be like, oh, it's okay because you know slavery and things like that, right? And I'm not a person to I don't function like that. You know, my parents didn't raise me to function like that. My parents raised me to um, watch what people do, not what people say. You know, so I heard what he said based off of the context. Do I think it's racist? No. Do I think do I understand why people got in an uproar? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of that was because a lot of people just decided not to go look at look for context, not to go look um, and, and understand what he said. You know, so I made a, a skit, a funny skit about it, because I, I thought the situation was kind of I thought the situation was interesting. And, and, and I get how I get my messages across, especially on Instagram and TikTok and things like that is through skits. You guys, you know, if you if you watch the shit's getting weird and, and you follow me on Gee Only One um, on my on my social media, you guys know that I do a lot of skits and things like that about stuff in society. Kind of almost like political humor, societal humor, things like that. Right. Uh, I enjoy that. So I went ahead and I did that. Um and it went viral on my page and i want to say 300,000 no 200 some thousand views i believe it was and then someone reposted it on twitter and on twitter it got like 3 point something million views right <laughs> elon musk ended up seeing it um scott adams ended up seeing it and reposting it and things like that so that was cool i mean that was cool to to, to see your your work get noticed by the person that it's about your work get noticed by a, a bunch of people. Uh, but the response was 50-50 from what I've seen so far. You know, the response from one side was, you know, hilarious, super funny, very accurate to what happened, which I do think it was accurate to what was going on. I think it was accurate as hell, you know. Um, and then the other side was, you know, <laughs> the other side was kind of angry, you know, which, you know, I, you know, I expect, I understand, you know, I get it. You know, you put your opinion out there. Not everybody's going to like your opinion. I totally understand. Uh, some people were calling me a coon. Some people were calling me this, this, that, and the third. And and to me, those, like, names don't bother me. As long as I can stand 10 toes down and I can explain why I said what I said or the skit that I put out there, as long as I can, uh, I can stand my ground, people can call me names all day. I don't get scared. My wife asked me the other day, she was like, she was like, babe, you don't ever get like scared about, you know, voicing your opinion or saying what's on your mind and things like that. And I was like, mm, no, no, as long as it's rooted in, in some form of um, as long as it's rooted in a way that I can back it up, as long as it's rooted in a way where I'm opening up a conversation. No, I don't ever really get scared um, of voicing my opinion because you're just going to listen to my opinion and come back with your opinion. <laughs> like you know then we both have opinions and then and then that's the way the discussion starts for me but a lot of people some people were mad about it you know i got a bunch of stitches on my tiktok of people calling me a coon a sambo or whatever the case may be. you know the general names every time people say those things i'm just like okay what that's played out you know are you going to join the conversation or not if you're not going to join the conversation then ah what are you going to do what am i supposed to say to you i don't you're not ready you're not ready you're, you're still in, in, in an insulting stage. You're still highly emotional. There's nothing I can say to you to change your mind. And, and I don't want to change your mind, you know, but I do want to have the conversation. So I looked at Scott Adams' situation as a conversational piece, right? Because if you really break it down and understand what he said, if a portion of America doesn't like me, I should get away from them. 
right? Like, of course, you can't get away from everybody. Dark, dark, dark. Like, <laughs> of course not. But no, for sure. If 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 a bunch of white people tell me that they don't like me, why would I want to be around a bunch of white people? You feel what I'm saying? Or a bunch of those white people that say they don't like me. If I move into a neighborhood, for example, and the neighborhood is just highly racist, and the people just you know they don't like black people there, whatever the case may be, why would I want to live there? If I move into a neighborhood where it's a bunch of uh, Latino people and they just don't, you know, the fact that they don't they don't like me because I'm, I married a, a Mexican woman or whatever the case may be and they want the Mexican, you know, whatever the case may be. Why would I want to be there? I would take my wife. I would take my children. I would take my dog and I would bounce and I would go to somewhere that's diverse. I would go to somewhere where you feel wanted. Everybody wants to go somewhere they feel wanted. You want to feel wanted. Right. I can even break it down to like basketball. I remember when I was playing basketball um, overseas, one of the things I would always tell myself is I don't want to go to a team that just has a whole bunch of money that they're going to throw in my face and I don't feel wanted. I want to go somewhere you feel wanted. I want to go somewhere you feel like you're like, yeah, people want me here. They don't just, they don't just, uh, you know, you're not just there. You know, I look Kyrie Irving. I could I always bring up, I can bring up a Kyrie Irving situation. Kyrie Irving left the nets and he got to dallas and he's like i just wanted to go to a place where i felt wanted that's it that's it if you if you just break down the the basic portion of what like scott adams said that's that's kind of what he was saying like you know what i mean like i don't think anybody can disagree with that per se i just generally think that he was a white man that said it and everybody got mad because if it was me that said it a black man or anybody else I think that I don't think that anybody would trip. I don't think that anybody would say anything, which is problematic in and of itself, if you think about it, you know. So it is what it is. Um, but it opened up the conversation. I saw a lot of people talking about it, and I was like, interesting. I was like, very interesting. Um, a lot of people were talking about it. A lot of people were, were going in depth with it. And I think I even went on live, and I opened up discussion to talk to people about it. Um, and... You know, I got different responses, but the one thing that I noticed is like people were saying that, oh, this is nuanced, right? This is a different conversation now. Like at, for, like, at first, you know, people were mad and now they're like, oh, wait, hold on. So where do we go from here then? You know, because this shit's getting out of control. So where do we go from not out of control, but like it's, you know, it's getting up there. Where do we go from here? Every conversation to me should be a solution based conversation. Where do we go from here? You know, because me and my wife, you know, you heard it here first. We're thinking about having kids, you know, and, and every time I think about having children, I think about what world am I bringing them into, you know, because they're going to be they're going to be mixed kids. They're going to be black and Mexican. And and I what world am I bringing them into? You know, where are we going? You know, things like that. And I just for me, the the, the future is where it's at. I understand the past. I understand how messed up it was. I don't think anybody on the face of this 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 America on this earth can can sit here and say that slavery was a good thing. Hell no. Slavery was fucking horrible. You know? I remember when I learned about slavery. I remember when I learned about not even just slavery, just the the, the horrible things that that happened to black people in the past. For sure it makes you angry. It makes you it makes you it puts you in a a, a place of of hate, right? Because it's it's you can hate if you just look at and go down the history of what happened to black Americans in this country, for sure, I can I can understand. I empathize. Right. But I remember I spoke with someone one day, someone that was well versed in uh, the black culture. And 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 they taught me a lot. They, they opened my eyes to 
the true history, not just what they teach you in school, but like the true history of this country um, and what happened to black people. Uh, and after all of that, I remember he sat me down and he told me, he said, now that you understand, do not like, do not consume yourself in it. Right. It's one thing to know what happened, be aware what happened. History is a good thing to learn, but do not consume yourself with it because we must we must look forward. We have to have forward thinking. We understand the past, but we must think for the future. Because when I'm long and gone or when you're long and gone, like what are, are my kids going to have a good world? Or are we still going to be dealing with this situation? You know, this uh, this divide and things like that. So I remember he told me that and I took that to heart and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. I understand. I empathize. But I'm always going to look forward. That's just the kind of person that I am. I've decided to become. I'm a person that says, okay, so what's next? Where do we go from here? I'm not going to sit here and argue with you all day. Because we can sit here and we can literally argue all day about the topic. People can argue back and forth about the topic. About what happened back then. About what's going on. We can argue all day about it. Then what? Right? Then what? I almost kind of treat it like my marriage. Right? Or family. We're not... I love my family, but we, me and my family don't always agree on everything. Me and my wife, my significant other, the woman that I decided to marry, we don't agree on everything. Right? We argue. We, we bicker. We fight sometimes about things where it's like, I see it this way, she sees it that way. But then what? Like, my thing is like, we always, we always, me and her always like, we do this now. Uh, we always ask ourselves, you know, now what? What do we do now? How do we fix it? You know? Because I need you just as much as you need me. And I love you just as much as you love me. What now? Where do we go from here? How do we fix it? And I think that's the only way to fix situations is constantly trying to move forward moving forward is the only way i don't i don't know anything where like oh i'm gonna go backwards and and figure it out i can't change the past you can't change the past so then what do we do we have to move forward all the conversations that we have must be solution-based right i get it people are gonna get mad i get it you know and there's people out there that are gonna antagonize for example i was in the live uh, earlier today um and it was a group of these you know, group of people they were talking about. It was a panel. And they were talking about, you know, systemic racism and all those things like that. And I hopped in the, I hopped in the live because, you know, I, I wanted to discuss. And there was a gentleman before me. And he was just, I felt like he was antagonizing the whole entire conversation. And it was a toxic conversation. And he was just antagonizing. And they were trying to explain to him, like, what they, what they saw. Um, how systematic racism affects certain people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And although I don't 100% agree with everything that they were saying, he, what he was doing was he was just antagonizing the situation, and then they just started arguing, and then it just went into this thing of, like, name-calling. They started calling him a cracker. They started calling him all kind of stuff. It just started a name-calling, and I'm just like, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing there? What are we doing? The, the guy ended up leaving. I came on, and... And straight straight away, I was like, okay, let's let's talk about solutions, right? What's the solution you guys have to this topic, right? And I knew going into it, this is not my life. This is their life, not my life. So I'm going to be respectful, number one. 
because I, I have a basic understanding of like people just want to be heard. People want to be heard, especially people that have been hurt. They just want to be heard. Right. So sometimes you got to go into that thing and just listen to what they're saying. I don't I don't agree with everything they said. Right. But I sat back and I listened to what they were saying. I asked questions to try to get understanding. And I think it was I think it was a good conversation. Right. There were some things where I had to push back on a little bit where, you know, I think the question was about like reparations right? and how I feel about reparations. This is this is my genuine thought. I'm going to put this out there. How I feel about reparations is I don't think reparations should be paid directly to one to specific individual people. Right. I think reparations should be or if, if, if they do fine, if they do, you can pay a little bit, whatever that case may be. But I think that it should be dumped into the school system. I think that it should be dumped into the inner cities where um, where things are messed up. Things are just messed up. I think that fix that shit up. Fix the cities up. Um, f- fix everything. Use that money that you're going to throw at people that, you know, people may never see. Put that into the systems. You know, put that into the school system. Put that into uh, the public, the public transportation system. Put that into everything. And fix up those areas where it was designed for people there to fail. That's how I look at like reparations, right? And and um, the people on the panel basically disagreed with me. <laughs> they were like, they were like, no, you should give that money directly to certain people. And I'm like, listen, for a generational wealth, apparently. And then I told them, I said, hey, listen, you guys can build generational wealth right now. And they didn't agree with that for some reason. And I was like, hmm, okay, this con- I don't know where this conversation is going. Then <laughs> at that point, uh, the conversation had to end. So I might pick it up with them again tomorrow, but um, we'll see. I guess. Um, but with the whole like Scott Adams situation to kind of wrap this up, um, context, you know, I think uh, I think context is missing a lot in society. I think people don't they don't look for context. You know, the headline comes out and they, they automatically react emotional. And I think a lot of people should just take a step back and say, hey, let me find context in the situation first. Because a lot of the stuff that happens is is uh, monetized outrage, if you really think about it, right? If you really break it down, excuse me, a lot of it is monetized outrage. They'll put out a post that says, this person is racist. And it'll uh, it'll attract your emotion right away because racism is shitty. Racism is horrible, right? It'll attract your emotion right away. What people need to do is say, okay, I'm gonna, let me go find context of what this was. If it was. If it's actually racist, then we all condemn it. I will stand I will stand next to you and I will condemn the shit out of it. But if you go find context and you un- and you see that things something was taken out of context, be truthful. Don't continue the lie. Don't don't continue to push the bullshit. Be truthful and say, "Hey, that was taken out of context. I understand where you're at. I understand what you're feeling, but that was taken out of context completely." You know? We got to bring that back. We got to bring that back. And honestly, to me, we should teach that to the youth. Teach that to the younger kids. Because some of you old motherfuckers, I don't know. I, I can't help you old motherfuckers. Because old, I, you know, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I can't help a lot of y'all because some of y'all don't want to change. And it is what it is. For me, it's always about the future. It's always about the youth. It's always about the young, the younger people. And if we can teach them those things, context. Look into context. Don't take, don't just listen to what somebody says. Watch what they do. You understand what I'm saying? And if it matches up, 
then hey, then then you can make your decision on how you want to address that. But I just I, a lot of it boils down for me is like is education of the youth, schools. Tapping into that, I think that's like one thing that majority, I would even say all of America can agree with, is schools. If we better our school systems, right, and educate our kids better, and not just like one plus one, two plus two, whatever the case may be, but actually educate them for society. Educate them how to deal with police officers. Educate them on financial literacy. Educate them on emotional intelligence. If we educate our youth, bro, things could be so much better for the future. Again, it's all about the future. It has nothing to do with right now. So I hope that makes sense to everybody. Um, yeah, this is episode four. I don't really have much else to say. Uh, I just, I kind of just wanted, I always, with these episodes, I always just try to speak from the heart. And however it comes out is however it comes out. I try not to edit too much, as you guys know. But um, yeah, if you guys have any questions at all, Please follow me on social media uh, at Gioni1, G-I-Y-O-H-N-L-Y-1. Um, send me a message, comment here. Um, let me know what you guys think about this. Um, I'm always open to conversation. I'm always open to, to hearing other people's thoughts. And um, yeah, I will see you all next week on episode five. You guys have a great day.